welcome, welcome to the Venice and Friends podcast. It's great to be with you today. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I'm personally um, not naturally good at, and I've learned how to be expert in, and that is rocking the boat. You know what that means, rock the boat? It means like when there's something for you to do or say that could disrupt the ordinary flow of things. And so I'm going to talk specifically around, that could be in a lot of different contexts, right? But I'm going to talk specifically in the context of in relationships, okay? I mean, you can rock the boat in your life and, you know, take on a new career and that disrupts the ordinary, right? Specifically, I want to talk about rocking the boat with anyone in your life where there's something you want to say and it really seems like it's not a good idea. Like it could really bring a disruption to the old, like how things have been going. Okay. Now, this conversation is really best if for the person who has something they really have been wanting to say and they haven't said it. So just so you know, if that's who this conversation is really for, if that's not you and you have, you're really reliable and you say everything you need to say to people and there's no one in your life that you're not withholding any communication whatsoever, then you might want to not tune in or share this with someone who you know is doing that, okay? So the starting place for this conversation is there's something that has us not really say what there is to say. And for you, because, you know, I really do, my intention on these podcasts is really to do coaching, okay? I, for you to get the most out of this particular conversation, I invite you to look at who is one person in your life that there's something right now that you really want to communicate and you're not, okay? And as I'm having this conversation, I want you to keep you know, like take the conversation and map it on towards that particular relationship. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's do this. So there's something that has you not say what you want to say. Now, what is that? Like, what is it that has you not say? I'll, I'm going to give you an example, um, just because it can help the brain understand a little bit better. Okay, to see an example. So in my relationship with my husband, um, this has been an active um, relationship that for a long time I, I had, I was not really saying what I wanted to say. And I wouldn't say a long time for a period of time because that's an exaggeration. And we were newlyweds and the first three years were incredible. And we really, you know, we were just kind of, newly married, doing life together, right? And in the, th- in the third year of my marriage, I was like, I don't know, I'm kind of not satisfied. <laughs> and you know, I think I was so distracted with the newness of being married. And I mean, I had a really busy life and I didn't really pay much attention to the fact that my husband and I, we didn't really spend a lot of time together. 
Um, he was doing his work and I think he was training for um, an Ironman when we were newlyweds and that took a lot of his time. And then I got really involved in kind of extracurricular things and, you know, but when I, it's like one day I took a step back and I was like, you know, we don't really communicate very much at all. And there's some days where we don't really even see very much of each other because because of our schedules. So I go, to, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have a conversation with Don about it. I'm going to talk to him and, you know, just let him know, hey, this is kind of how I feel. So I did. And his response was, it was one that I didn't really expect. He said, well, this is how things are. Like, what's wrong with it? And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So that was pretty much what I said, Uh, you know, at that moment. I was like, I think I may need to regroup here and see how I want to continue in this conversation, which is what I did. Now, that's an example where I communicated. After that, for, let's see, that was year three, where we've been married 14 years. So for 11 years, we had an extremely challenging time in our marriage. Okay. And there were things that I, I, I wanted, but I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could really say what I really wanted. And my, the, what had me not say what I really wanted to say was number one, I had already tried to have a conversation with Don and that didn't go so well. So for me, it was like, well, I don't think it's going to really go well. I don't think he's really open to what I want. That was the first thing that had me not say what I really wanted to say. And the second was, you know, I was like, crap. I mean, he's a really good guy. He's a great provider. Um... He's good to me. Why am I, like, I felt like I didn't have anything to really, quote, complain about. Does that make sense? Like, crap, Venice, you could have a husband that never comes home, that doesn't want to work, and that, you know, is out in the streets all the time. And here you are with a super responsible husband who, yeah, I mean, he of course loves you. He wouldn't be coming home if he didn't, right? You guys get to travel and do fun things together. Why are you complaining? And I really found myself for a while feeling even bad for wanting to say what I wanted to say, which is I'm not completely satisfied. So, you know, it really took me I had to work through it I didn't have to but I chose to because I was like okay I have two choices I'm either going to be true to myself and be honest and and see how we can have like how we can meet in the middle somehow there has to be a way to meet in the middle you know or I can just tolerate this and I don't think it's going to go well if I just tolerate it. And so I really chose to 
communicate. Now, I said earlier, it was 11 years. It was 11 freaking years, okay? That's a long time. And I kept going at it. Now, I will say, like now, at, you know, 11 years later, there are so many things I wish I had, I knew <laughs> that I didn't really know. Like, I kind of like, and this is one of the reasons why I'm having this conversation is there's wisdom I've garnered that I wish I, I, mean, I don't have any regrets. Okay, just I'm going to start with this. But looking back hindsight, that 11 years probably could have been cut shorter by a lot of years if I knew what I know now. So I assert my guess is that there may be at least one person in your life where you have reasons why you are not actively saying what you want to say. And I understand. And I'm going to share with you just three things I've learned that hopefully will, you know, make a difference for you. Of course, I never know. (laughs) Unless you send me an email info at venice.com, which I'd love to hear from you, okay? So here's the first thing I've learned is the only place where I'm going to really find personal power is looking at where I can be, take ownership over the situation, in the situation, okay? And so when I... And, and it was hard for me to do that. I couldn't find personal ownership because I just felt like at the end of the day, Don didn't really care. He didn't care enough to meet me in the middle. Now, that was not true. And that was my perception, which I'll talk about that shortly. Okay. But what I could really where I could take ownership was that there were like there were things in our marriage that I was really not like really responsible for like for instance I used to spend a lot of money and um I just I would like just buy things I was not really responsible with how I used to spend money and that became a real like challenge in my marriage and Don was not very and he still isn't really confrontational and so he had (laughs) he had issues just like I did except they were in a different area I wanted more communication and Don wanted me to spend less money that was really pretty much it. <laughs> now, you were, you know, you may recall I said Don was like, hey, I'm satisfied with how things are. Like, if he was dissatisfied, then why would he say that? Right? Um, I'm speaking specifically in the area of what I really wanted improvement on, which is communication. Now, if we'd had better communication, we would have sorted through the money thing a whole lot differently. Right. So I'm going to talk about that in a moment because I've got three things I'm going to say on this conversation. But where I want to start is taking personal ownership, 
looking back, I can see that there were areas where I wasn't really taking ownership over how I was impacting our relationship. And I was impacting the ability to really have safe communication. You know, in a lot of ways, not in a lot of ways, when Don used to try to say something, I would like pounce all over him. And the poor guy was like, didn't even have a chance. I couldn't really see that back then. I, maybe I wasn't willing to see it, you know? And Don didn't tell me. These are things I really discovered for myself and when I worked with a coach in the area of my relationships. So in the, the area that you, with someone where you're actively not saying something, I invite you to see, like, where can you take ownership over how things aren't working the way you want One of the things when I work with women that I hear a lot, it's real common is, you know, I don't want to rock the boat. Um, I make that person wrong. I make my husband wrong. People are wrong. And so our perception really is clouding the ability that we have to really communicate. Okay. And we can take responsibility for that. So personal ownership, that's the first one. The second one is our perception. So my perception of Don used to be that Don didn't really care. He really didn't care. And it's not true. Don totally did care. That was my perception. And I couldn't see back then that my perception was really inaccurate. So consider that one of the reasons why you may have a challenge with that person is that you may have a perception of how they are. And it may not be true. And I really invite you to take a look for yourself. What is my view about this person? And what, if I'm really honest with myself, what do I really believe about that person? And you can take ownership there. So, you know, the topic today is rock the boat. And I'm saying how you can rock the boat is taking personal responsibility for where the things are not working. And take a look for yourself at what is your real view, perception of that person and even the situation. Okay. And the third is say what you got to say. You can say it in a way that works. You know, even, and and this takes a lot of courage. Like I know women are like, you don't understand my husband. I've tried to have this conversation. I get it. I get it. You may need some coaching around how to do that. That's why hashtag new you life coaching group, free coaching group for you on Facebook. If that's what you feel you need. And see, it's not until we actually start talking and having a conversation that we can actually navigate through our conflict. For me, what made a difference is to be able to stand and taking personal ownership over where I was causing the matter of why things weren't working and where I could take ownership over. I have this view of this man that's not actually even accurate. It changes the whole dynamic of having a conversation when we do the first two steps or you know components. 
So I invite you to really take this short coaching conversation and apply it in your life with any, it's like applicable with any person in your life. There's always something we can take personal responsibility for. And there's always, we view, we have a point of view about everything and everyone. And really owning, oh yeah, look, I there I am. Like, I think he doesn't care and maybe that's not true. And then saying, one of the things that I really discovered in my journey was I didn't really know what I wanted. Like, really, what did I want? What did it really look like to have better communication? Like, how, like, how does that look? And that really helped me as well to be specific with myself, first of all, like, before even dawn, like, what do I really want? What do I really need here? What, what is, what am I really saying? Like, get really clear about it. You know, where Dawn could like, okay, this is specifically what she wants. She wants, like, I, I like having a, a time where Dawn and I just either go on a date or we'll watch Netflix, but it's just, we're just spending time together, just goofing off. It's not talking about money or the business or anything else. So that's the conversation for today. Go rock the boat. It'll make a difference as you're in courageous action, having conversations that you really, really, really want to have. Otherwise, it's just going to keep going the same way it's gone and nothing will change. And there's just like a lot of dissatisfaction and like a lack of fulfillment that we live with, that we tolerate because we're afraid or we think we can't do have a conversation. And none of that is true. So I have a conversation that's the conversation for today in terms of the coaching, but I want to invite you to my next online coaching class and it's titled how to live life with no regret. And I'm putting the link so that you can register in the notes for this podcast episode. And I would love to see you. We'll be meeting live on zoom. It's March 24th. It's also, um, 6 PM to seven forty-five. Click the link and sign up. Grab your spot. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. It's living life with no regrets. How do you really do that? How do you move past any regret you've experienced? And my intention is that people have access to literally living life with no regret and experience peace and freedom. So if you have any questions, let me know. My email address is info at But I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Bye.